Welcome back to Living with MS, Truth Be Told. It's been a long and drawn-out summer with tons of heat, and I know a lot of you have been suffering, so let's pray that fall comes in with a cool, cool breeze. And speaking of cool, we have on the phone this morning um, from Ottawa, uh, Blake, who is truly an MS warrior. And um, I want to welcome Blake to Living with MS, Truth Be Told. Um, And, you know, say hello to Blake. Hi, Blake. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Oh, listen. Um, so I just want to give the listeners a little bit of background. Um, you've served three tours, um, one in Afghanistan and one in Korea. And I know that wasn't a combat tour. Um, and then you did a third tour in Iraq. Um, I was wondering, um, do you feel that it was when you served your last tour um, that you started to uh, recognize MS symptoms? Is that when they started to come to light? Um, that's when they first became really noticeable to me. It was things like legs going numb and a lot of really bad fatigue. And so yeah, that's when it really became noticeable. Okay. And so, so what happened? Can you walk us through your diagnosis quickly? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, so I was, uh, in Iraq and I was having these problems and I was, uh, set to get out of the U.S. Army anyway. My contract was expiring. And so I uh, moved back to Canada. I had grown up in the Ottawa area. Mm-hmm. I moved back to Canada and uh, started the whole process, you know, seeing the GP, going through, seeing the original neurologist and everything like that, and doing the MRIs. I was uh, fortunate enough, I guess, but it was a pretty textbook case of MS, so okay. I didn't have to do anything too painful. But, uh, yeah, as soon as I got back, it was just starting the process of, you know, figuring out what was actually wrong with me. Okay. Now, you've undergone, um, you know, the uh, stem cell uh, treatment. Uh, I'm going to say I hope that's the right the right word. And that's getting a lot of press these days. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Okay, so it's, I mean, for me, it wasn't that complicated, but it can be very, very complicated. Okay. Um, so basically what happened is I went years without my MS progressing. Okay. Um, and I was having no problems. And then uh, I was diagnosed with cancer almost three years ago. Oh, sorry. And I underwent that, yeah. surgery for that. And one of the things that can really set off um, MS is general anesthesia. And they warned me ahead of time that this was a possibility and that I could experience worse MS symptoms as a result. Right. And so... I went through it anyway because I really didn't want to hold on to the cancer. Yeah, that sort of that, that answers a lot of the questions we get on Twitter, and I'm sure you've seen them um, when people say people tell each other or friends that they've been diagnosed with MS, and people actually will say, "Oh, well, at least it's not cancer," and it's like, "Wait a minute," <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> but you, on no, the other no. hand, have both. <laughs> yeah, I've had both. Um, for me, I would have rather had the cancer. <laughs> okay. Can you tell me why? Um, uh, the, in my case, it, it was 
It was kidney cancer. It was easily mm-hmm. treatable. Oh, okay. There were no re- there was no chemotherapy. There was nothing mm-hmm. to really worry about. Okay. All right. So let's get back on track here and talk about this this stem cell therapy. And I'll tell you why I'm I'm asking Blake because I hear I'm sure you see too on Twitter a lot of people are questioning and there's a lot of people out there saying um, you know we provide it and you know but it's not really. Um, a, a certified person. So let walk me through, what would you say to somebody who's considering this? Um, what's What are some of the things they need to look for? They really need to know what they're getting. Okay. Because I see a lot of this too. It's where we're going to treat you with stem cells and everything will be fine. And that's really, that's not what a stem cell transplant is. Mm-hmm. You know, treating people with stem cells can make them better. It can, but um, it's not the curative therapy that a, a full transplant is. Okay. So, you know, with a full transplant, they're erasing your immune system, your current one. Right. Right. So there's you're going to go through a lot of chemotherapy, and you're not going to feel so great, and. You know, you're going to go through all the typical things. You're going to lose all your hair. It's very similar to what a leukemia patient would go right. through. Yeah. And then you're going to get your own stem cells back. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's going to take you about two years to be back to actually being normal. Okay. Right. It's a it's a long process. So I see a lot of the time. You know, online, people will be talking about stem cell treatments of different types, mm-hmm. right? And I just think people need to understand, you know, yes, there are stem cell treatments, and yes, they may help you, but it's very different from a full stem cell transplant. Okay. Um, so maybe some of the some of the top three things you should look for, make sure it's it's authorized by an MS society in, in your, your, your country. Because um, we we're we're, hurt, help, we're we're being heard all over the place now, uh, Blake. Um, yeah. So go to your local MS society uh, in your country, whether it's UK, Ireland, MS Pakistan. <laughs> go to your MS society. Um, so I think that's one of the first things that people need to know. Um, and secondly. Now, I'm hearing um, countries are, are coming to the U.S. and to Canada and say, oh, come to our country, we'll do it. Red flag there, Blake? Um, it depends. Now, okay. you, you sort of have to understand that within the U.S., they're limited on what they can do. Right. Right, by, by different regulations. So in some cases... There are clinics in the U.S. that have set up shop in other countries in order to provide. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. So you just have to be more aware of what the ins and outs of the actual procedure are mm-hmm. and who it's being done by. Okay. All right. I just want to say, now in Canada, um, under our healthcare system, was this, was this free? Because I know you yeah. were dealing with a private clinic at first. But the actual uh, operation? Yeah, everything was everything was free. It was just me showing up and being willing to go through it. 
Right. And I think I would have to talk to some of our UK people to find out if the NHS covers this. Um, and you were saying that how often, so let's say it was your hospital was the Ottawa hospital, right? Um, how often do they do this for MS patients? Because you said it's not just people with MS that get this treatment. Um, no. Okay, so how it works here in, in Ottawa is that, you know, everything had to go through an ethics board at the hospital. And mm-hmm. so the ethics board at the hospital then puts limitations on how many MS patients can go through the procedure every month. Oh, I see. Okay. Because patients who have, you know, leukemia or lymphoma are going to take you know, priority over an MS patient. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now, was it, okay, so did you go to an MS chapter? Did you go to the MS Society? Did, do you have to go to them? Do they have to sign off? Or? Um, fortunately, no. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's move on because now, um, when I said you're an MS warrior, I'm for real, um, you're planning on doing something rather radical. You're going to be running a marathon. Is this right? Um, yeah, that's October 14th. I'll be running the, the PEI marathon. So that'll be 11 months to the day after my transplant. Oh my goodness, Blake, that's amazing. And so we're going to have you back on and find out what your results were. Um, and also, um, you've started, uh, 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 I'm going to say nonprofit because you're applying for your nonprofit and it's called uh, MS Warriors. How did you start it? Where are you now? And what are you hoping to accomplish? Okay, so one of the things I noticed right away going through the the whole transplant process mm-hmm. was that there are a lot of, we'll say, extra costs mm-hmm. to MS patients in order to go through it, mm-hmm. right? Insurance isn't going to cover absolutely everything. Even if you do have good insurance, you're going to see extra costs. And a lot of the times there's out-of-pocket things that you can't anticipate. Right. Right. And uh, there's really no existing support for those patients. So that was the first thing I noticed. You know, like, well, how do I, how can I help change that? You know, how can I help with, you know, future MS patients who are going to go through this? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make it a little bit easier for them? Because of the added stress and everything is not something you want to throw onto an MS patient when they're going through a very tough treatment. Right. And, you know, looking around, unfortunately, there's not really a whole lot of options for MS patients to get actual support for the things that they need. Right. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to say things like um, having your meals uh, cooked for you, maybe somebody come in and clean the house, you know. Yeah. It, okay. It's all sorts It's the little of things. things. <laughs> yeah. And, and even and it can even be relatively big things. I mean, for somebody who's going through a transplant, we've got a patient who's going through right now. He lives in Southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. So he has to travel up to Ottawa, you know, every four weeks at this point to receive chemotherapy. When he goes through the transplant process, he's going to be in hospital in Ottawa. Right. For, you know, yeah. five, five yeah. months. Yeah, and 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 the the expense to family. Now, tell me, is it just like okay? So, are there just certain hospitals that do this 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 operation? I mean, we've got uh, the MS clinics, we've got you know St. Mike's, we've got you know places in Hamilton. Why Ottawa? 
for for me, it's Ottawa because it's local. Okay. But but Ottawa isn't the only place that does it. Okay, so there are other hospitals in in Canada that does it, right? Yeah, there are other hospitals that do it. It might be a, like slightly different in how they actually work the transplant. Right. But okay. it's it's for all intents and purposes, it's the exact same thing. Okay, so if you're a listener right now and you're hearing your story, um, what would you suggest? They they call their local hospital, they call their neurologist, and say, "Is this something you guys do?" Well, most MS patients who are listening, they're going to see their neurologist at least once a year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I would recommend just bringing it up first to your neurologist because it's not going to be for everybody. Right, right. That's the un- that's the unfortunate circumstance of it is it's not going to be for everybody. Okay. You have to be in pretty good general health in order to go through it outside of your MS, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, usually they're looking for people who are young enough to really sustain that amount of chemotherapy. Yeah, I know it's under a certain age because um, my neurologist said they were doing clinical trials, but you had to be a certain age. And I had just, I was like two years older. And he, I said, yeah, but I looked, you know, whatever age it was. And he's like, Marie, I can't fabricate medical documents. <laughs> so, I'm like, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. Um, because I would think it would take a certain amount of strength, too, to go through this uh, operation. So Right. It, it, it absolutely does. It's, it, it's very physically taxing. Mm-hmm. And it's physically taxing in a way where the older you are, the more prone you are to very serious side effects. Yeah, and that's probably why I didn't get it because, you know, I was saying, yeah, but look at me, it looks so good. And he's like, I'm sorry, Marie, not happening. (laughs) Um, Blake, I want to thank you so much for this because the information that you just provided us is so important to everybody who's listening. We're going to check back in with you and find out how your marathon went. And when you get that nonprofit number, let us know because I will personally promote it on the podcast i'll put your uh, a donation link uh, on our website i fully believe in everything you're doing i think you're very brave i think you're you really truly are an ms warrior and i want to thank you so much uh for being on our show and i'm going to ask you that same thing i ask everybody for newly diagnosed patients what's the three pieces of advice you would give them three pieces of advice yeah one don't overreact Okay. Okay. Two, two, it's going to be bad. Right. Right. And three is it only wins if you stop fighting. Oh, okay. I think that's probably going to be the title of your podcast when we drop it. It only wins if you stop fighting. Blake, I want to thank you so much uh, for this. Um, and we'll be talking to you again. And for everyone else, this is Marie Heron um, for Living with MS Truth Be Told. Send us a line at uh, marie at truthbetold.ca. And I hope everyone has a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye.